Hi, I'm Laura Hillkirk, intuitive healer, medium, wife, and mother. Join me in my messy and wild ride to healing. Hello, hello, welcome back. And I'm excited today because I have my good friend Melanie Smith on. She Hi. is also a medium, um, the mommy medium. Of course, we have a fly in here that's going to land on our face. Um, we are, I'm really excited to see where this episode goes because we're going to be talking about what it's like to be a medium and the weird shit that happens to us all the time. <laughs> Super weird shit. All the time. All the time. Um, so Melanie and I met, my gosh, I don't even know how long it's been. It feels like a long time, but really not. We've I don't know each other like two years, may not even maybe. I mean, I be- was aware of you a couple years ago. True, I met you one time. Yes, and so over time, just getting to know each other, and just so many strange things happening. So <laughs> she's a medium, um, just as I am. Meaning, you know, we can see and communicate with the spirit world. You are a pretty big empath as well. Correct. Um, yeah, off the charts empath. Yeah, <laughs> getting choked out while I'm sleeping empath. Yeah, that's that's and correct. <laughs> that's exactly what I want to talk about today because not all medium like we while we get messages, I feel like the way they come and the frequency and all of that is so different between mediums. So the first thing I want you to tell people <laughs> is about what it's like to grocery shop as you. Like, oh my god! Because me, just for reference, when I go to the grocery store, I am able to, for some reason, g- close it off. I don't. I don't. I'm just kind of like walking around the store as me with yeah. nobody else. So when you go to the store, no, what's that, that like? That does not happen for me. <laughs> I always like Meyer is the bane of my existence. No offense to Meyer. I shop there. I obviously like it, <laughs> but. All the spirit people there, no. It's yeah. They'll either get me in the parking lot or before I go or when I'm in there. I, I've just had very odd things happen. I've seen someone's face turn into a dog before, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, they're possessed. This is going to be a fun trip here. Let me grab my oranges and like, <laughs> run away. <laughs> I've seen tall... I think they're guardians. I'm not sure. When they look at me, I pretend like I can't see them because they freak me out. They're they're taller than the building, and they're like these tall shadows. I, I don't even know another way to explain it. And I see them every now and then, and now and then, and they walk through the building, and they kind of look. They're taller than the building, so they crouch down and they'll look inside. Okay, and. I try not to lock eyes with them, and then when I see him, I just look at my kid, and I'm like, we got to get our stuff and go. We got to come back tomorrow. And she's like, Mom, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, yes. Yes, we do. And she's like, what's happening? I'm like, you don't want to know. We just need to leave. There's tall, so, shadowy people crouching in the grocery store. I'm let's like, go. I'm good. I got to go. And just last night, we were on our way to my daughter's. She made chili in the crock pot. Mm-hmm. And... We had to stop at Meyer. I had to get cupcakes and like a little veggie tray to bring because I just don't like going empty-handed anywhere right. for food. We pull in the parking lot and immediately I felt like someone punched me in the stomach. 
I got nauseous, and I totally had a mood change, which is not uncommon for mediums. I know you've yes. experienced them too. Yes. Like yes. my mood can shift. It's almost like they step into you. Yes. Yes. And then you're like, whoa. It's, it's sometimes <laughs> it's you're unaware bad. until it's too late. And then you're like, wait a second. Oh, yeah. I said some pretty mean things to people I didn't even know. But I was in my <laughs> own car. So the guy yeah. in front of me was like 95. And I'm like, what? You survived the depression. So you feel like you can go five miles an hour now. And it wasn't even me. And I'm an analyst. <laughs> my daughter. definitely not Melanie. That yeah. Is, I can attest to that. I'm like, what? What just happened? Like, I love old people. (laughs) I'm like, wait a second. So I had to calm down and ground myself before I even went into the store. I had no clue who did that. But, I mean, I've had, I mean, Meyer's just interesting. I don't know what I'm going to get when I go there. It's either. Everybody's there. Yes. What blows my mind is when people come to see me for a reading, and I'm sure it's with you too. So they are. They're obviously wanting to talk to who, like the people that they just lost. Yes. And it's so funny because they're either worried nobody's going to show up or (laughs) this is why I struggle with groups of people because they don't realize they're rolling with 50 plus people. (laughs) They got a whole It's not just grandma and that friend that you lost or grandma and mom. It's like, no, you have all these people, like people you've never met. Yes. Ancestors. On top of that, you've got your guides, these angels. So it's like. Somebody from a past life who's still in love with you, just kind of chilling, waiting for you to cross over again like (laughs) so the grocery store if you think about um you know maybe there's 200 people in that store how many spirits then are in there that's just the people that came with your three-dimensional body not the land not if something bad happened there yeah that's that's a tough one the residual energy because you can like walk into it somebody got in a fight and it just left an imprint and then you walk into it and you're like like dandruff what's going on it's like energy dandruff that you guys are leaving (laughs) everywhere we all do (laughs) it's like it's like that's how the the land is it's like yeah you're walking at the park yeah Yeah, you're at side cut park trying to mind your business and here i'm I'm walking at Sidecut Park seeing yeah. Indians all pissed off in the river. <laughs> Sidecut Park is another place. I feel like I can't go anywhere, honestly. I mean, I think it's just part of, like, our gifting. Right. If they're attracted to us, they're going to talk. But right. that area, considering, you know, the war that was fought there, the Native oh, Americans the that were, yeah. brutal, I mean, brutally <laughs> murdered, yeah. there's, a, there's a huge energetic imprint there. And I almost think there is, like, a vortex or some kind of void there's just too many things that have happened there for me just walking my dog for me yeah. not to think i always try and heal there. the land yeah when i'm there um i feel like that happens often where all i'm trying to do is send healing to the spirits because there's been so much well anywhere in this area i mean we have these major rivers i mean here in woodville we have the portage river so my kids will fish mm-hmm. in the river with my husband, they get in the river. And so I'll go down there. Not to, I can't fish any. I used to love to fish and I can't. It makes me really sad. I can't. The hook in the fish's mouth and I'm the, the whole thing. <laughs> but I'll go down and I look for feathers. That's what I do. Uh, <laughs> but I can see the Indians are like crossing the river. Oh, that's beautiful. Like the, you know, like it'll be the mom and they'll have the baby. Like like they're wearing the baby. And like it's the the men are helping the women cross. And, and so we've got these, there's the mommy river then. Mm-hmm. This way it's, and there's so much 
Yeah, wars but there's and a things whole that connection had. with water and yes. energy. Like there is something to that because I really and even land land holds like the whole history of whatever's happened there, yes. and then the water is just like that energetic current that just fuels it and is also bringing it to other places. Yes, so it's like that current then. Is bringing residual the dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible analogy, by the way. The spiritual dandruff. I'm just seeing the beautiful river has been now turned to gross scalp dandruff going down the, the river. But that is flowing down the river. So there's just so much, oh, all these different places. And so for you, you never escape it. No, not really. Never. Even at night. I've- no, my Especially God. Especially at night for Melanie. No, I think I have in a month, I'm supposed to be tracking it. My guides have told me to track it and I just, I just don't and I need to. But off the top of my head, maybe like three nights, three to four nights a month where I'm sleeping like eight hours without being woken up. It's just not I, a lot. Maybe that's why that's not happening to me because <laughs> I am not a nice person <laughs> if I don't sleep. Well, I have to have sleep. (laughs) Now, growing up as a child, that was my reality. Yeah. I never slept. I I never, I can't recall a night where I slept except for in my grandparents' new house. So when they built next door, which is where my aunt lives now, when they built next door, it was a brand new house. And I had my own room with my sister, and that I did not see spirits in that house. Their old house was whole other story. Over, oh my gosh, the upstairs was. I I still have a reoccurring dream about the upstairs of that space. Um, But their new house, but in my house, even I never went to sleep without spirits trying to talk to me, poke me hovering over me. And so now it's so weird. I can't imagine it. Now that happened to me recently where I felt something. Oh, really? In the corner of my room, which is what you helped me remove from my body. (laughs) So I don't feel anything in my house. My son will sometimes, which I wanted to tell you, Mm-hmm. You kind of helped me, well, my grandfather. Yeah. So my papa came to Melanie and is a really big overseer of Coop. And so there was all this stuff happening where he was hearing voices and I was like, but I'm not seeing anything like in the house. And he was like, well, they're not in the house, but I'm hearing them. So she tells me to put this um, crystal in the middle of this box, which he still doesn't know I did. I did it unbeknownst to him. Oh, I love that. He has not heard anything. <gasps> And what's weird to me is, so he, just for reference, for those of you listening, he has this box and it's full of all of his crystals, except for he rotates them out like on the shelf above his bed. And so not thinking about the energy that's boxed up in that, (laughs) we did some (laughs) dimensional shit. I don't know. There was a gap in a dimension in the matrix or something. It was very interesting to see. So when I put this, this crystal that my papa had told me to put in there, we haven't had a problem since. He sleeps fine. And what's really funny to me is he goes, I hear it in the hallway. So yes. his closet, the back of the closet is the wall of the hallway, <laughs> which is exactly what you describe where it would be. And so then all of a sudden it was like. It pushed him out of his room. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. insane. It was insane. Your papa is like, 
I'm sorry. He's a G. He just like walked up on the back of me, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, Laura, I feel like I'm having a massive heart attack because yeah, he had like, a massive heart attack. <laughs> I'm like, oh. please don't step into Melody, my grandparents and Grandma. If Grandma Faye, if you could not mess with Melanie's hair today, that'd be oh my great. god, she's so cute. She loves my red hair, and she'll like come up to me and she'll just like start caressing my hair, and I'm always swat at it because it always catches me off yes. guard, and I think I've got I don't like spiders they freak me out yeah so I always feel that's the first place my mind goes to is my god right. a spider land on me so I start banging myself in my head and look like a complete yes weirdo when I'm not around like people my who understand what's are going intense. on and grandma always comes in <laughs> she's and so she cute. she's a, she loves Melanie like she loves that we're friends mm-hmm. she loves her red hair um it's funny because you're Melanie Faye and she's Faye and it's yep. funny and then my my papa is this like really big presence. He's a big dude. Um, and so there's that, but it, it's crazy. But my original story that I was telling is I was <laughs> in, this is going to happen a lot because <laughs> the energy in here is, is quite something. It, 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 it it's going to go off the rails. So I would lay in bed at night And I'm like, why do I feel something? So I kept feeling something in the corner of the room. And so I do all this stuff. I'm like, is there a port? Like, what's happening? Because my house is on lockdown. I do all the stuff with angel (laughs) protection. I've got shit buried in the yard. I mean, I need to sleep. I don't want spirits talking to me in my sleep. And if they're there, I don't know. And that's the way it should be. (laughs) So... I was going to sleep and I kept feeling like I couldn't turn the other way with my back. And so I didn't say anything to anybody. And Melly and I go to lunch. <laughs> Just, you know, trying to be normal fucking people <laughs> to get a lunch. So we go to lunch at this awesome Mexican restaurant. And I mean, I think we ended up being there for like three and a half hours. Oh, yeah. We ate in, you know, 20 minutes, but we're there <laughs> talking. <clears throat> so we're sitting there. We're catching up, and she's telling me stuff, and I'm telling her, blah, 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 talking. And all of a sudden, I'm like, you had mentioned somebody that had committed suicide in, yes. in some way. And so when you said that, I, where I was closed up, so like how Melanie's saying she's always kind of attached to that spirit world, in that world. For me, it's like, then I open it up. So when she said that, I opened up. And when I did, there was a woman at the end of our booth in like her, like in a physical form. So a lot of times I will see things like flashes of pictures, although I can see spirits in that way. I've just asked them not to, because it terrifies me. So at the edge of the booth, I'm seeing this woman standing there. And so I'm thinking it's equating to like the story that you were telling about what was happening. I'm like, do you know what the person looked like? And you're like, no, not really. And then you you know, are seeing. So we're both seeing, here we are eating our Mexican food (laughs) and there's this like intrusive spirit and she's standing at the end of the booth hunched over and she's very, very yeah, very, very, um, like zombie apocalypse movie ish. Like she was thin and frail and gray looking with like a wife beater on and very, um, but like hunched over. So I could not see her face. And her hair was wet, but I don't know if it was like wet or greasy or or what. And and by all accounts, it looked like an addict. It <laughs> or really what, did. What we see when we see addicts. So when we see addicts, typically addicts have attachments on yes. them. They are usually 
gargoyle-y looking, or they can look like this that's very, yeah. like, sickly looking. Uh, there's just a look to it. It's a, it, And it's like a vibration as well. So we're sitting there, and, I, it, like, we, we try to keep talking <laughs> like normal, <laughs> and she's not going away. And I'm like, well, this is really weird for me because typically, like, I call an Archangel Michael. Nothing is getting this thing to leave. And all of a sudden, I just remember you going, <gasps> and it's like, it connected with, still hadn't connected to me, with me, what it was. And I remember you were like, it's attached to you. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Put my fork down. Okay, we got a problem here. We were both like, is this really happening right now? We just wanted to go out to lunch. Like, I got like an enchilada in front of me. And I'm like, you have an attachment. This creepy lady's floating at the end of our table. <laughs> and, and basically, it had been... It, it was somebody from my life mm-hmm. that was like going through something and had inadvertently, like unbeknownst to them, yes. attached it's a, like, something like to cords. me. Yeah, it was like a cord, but in this, it, in probably was just showing in this way so that we could figure it out. I mean, really, we were ignoring all the signs because we were was trying a to eat chips and salsa of that person. Yes, which we had never encountered before. I mean, yeah. Um, we both can do energy work. And so, you know, knowing all of, all of these things and I pulled a lot of shit off of people, but I've never pulled an attachment that wasn't more of like an elemental, like, I I don't know how to explain it to people listening, but most attachments are like, um, they're not human in nature. No, they're like a darker, lower vibrational energy that kind of just keeps pulling that person back. That's why addicts have a really hard time yes. coming out of that because it's like this vacuum that just keeps kind of sucking them back. But that's why manifestation is so important and to be careful with because yes. if you're going through something and you're codependent on somebody or if yes. you're emotionally attached to someone or if you have the thought of, I can't live without them. You can literally manifest that emotion into a spiritual being and attach yourself to that person. And I do believe that is what had happened. Right. Because then I was like, well, what, but I'm not an addict. So what is happening? (laughs) So So then she's like, well, she's everywhere. And I, I remember looking at you go, well, this bitch is not right home with me. (laughs) So let's take care of it. So we are sitting in this fucking restaurant and she is okay. She's like, all right. So she to get it in like, you can maybe describe what you were doing, but I mean, just to give reference, we are in a booth and it is lunch rush hour and I'm sitting there and she just performs like an exorcism basically in the middle. Of the it was pretty intense. I got my arms going like my hands and I had angels who stepped forward. They were having me remove like, my hands got super, super hot. Like, I felt like mm-hmm. I could have fried an egg on And them. I could feel that. And I could feel, like, I could feel it when it, when you were pulling this stuff out. I yeah. could feel, I could feel it coming out of my arms yes. and my chest. It was and... all intertwined. <sighs> and, like, it was hiding behind your light. So yes. it stepped in the shadows. And mm-hmm. I don't, when things step in the shadows, it's not a good thing because they're intentionally that 
spiritual entity is intentionally trying to be deceitful and not be seen so that it can continue to do what it's doing. Right. So when I was pulling those things out of you, it was like, they looked, the only way I can describe it is almost like if anybody's ever seen the matrix and they're in those pods and they got cords in them, except they weren't like literal cords. It they were twisty vines is yes. what I saw. Like it was like, like a black. vine with multiple, like a braided cord. Yes, exactly. Like that. And it was like goo every time <laughs> it popped out, like this goo would and I'm like I was like a pop zit. And I, I can things. hear people walking by while we're doing this, and I'm like, please, angels, keep me focused because I <laughs> I could not open my eyes because if I saw their people, I'd be like, what? I would have snapped back <clears throat> in your reality like, Melanie, what are you doing? Like, Oh, and people were looking. At one point, the waiter came back. And just and I just, I just kind of nudged me like, no, no. <laughs> Listen, I've got an attachment that's coming out, so just mind your business. <laughs> it was... Strangest lunch, but also beneficial and awesome lunch that I've ever had. But it was very neat to see once the cords were getting pulled out to see the angels take this entity in their arms mm-hmm. and they almost wrapped it like in a swaddle. Like, I don't even yeah. know how else to describe it. And they literally flew away with it because it wasn't dark. It, no. and, and obviously, and that's obvious because it had I felt that darkness in my room, I would have known. I felt oh, like yeah. I could still fall asleep, but I could feel this hovering. And it was such a strange feeling because I knew it wasn't like, I'll feel my grandma a lot in the evenings. And that's that's like a loving, this wasn't loving, but it wasn't dark. It was a very weird thing. And then yeah. what's weird is as you were pulling it out, I felt like the next few days, like I could feel those wounds healing and I could feel that attachment trying to reattach yes. and I was being shielded. Like the angels were like, no, and keeping that away. And then I have not felt anything in my room since. Oh, good. And I felt like you and I both took something away from that too. Like, I mean, I was grateful because you took this thing off of me that I, I didn't see, couldn't see. And then I felt like I have been aware of, those types of attachments that I can now see in healing sessions. So it's almost, it's a different vibration of attachments that I could not see before. Could never see. Yeah. And it's, the frequency is very different from standard energy. Like Like it's usually like a goopy, swampy thing. And this wasn't tar like it was Mm -hmm. um, fragile. Yes. Fragile and... Uh, I guess the difference maybe is the other attachments are very intentional. So those are mm-hmm. intentional with their with what they're doing. And this attachment um, w- was intentional to to an extent, but not in that dark suck the life yeah, out of you. This way. was a like help me, mm-hmm. help me. Where the it's other that- one's like, I'm going to keep you here so you can't help yourself. This is like. I need you to very frantic. Yes, Yes. it was was very bizarre. So it, but the I mean the lunch was great. Yeah, (laughs) I don't. Maybe our pictures on the wall there, like they're not allowed back in here. I don't know. They were probably like, "What are these witches? We're not witches. I'm not a witch. I don't do any witch things. You're witchy. I'm not. I'm not. Well, 
I guess I am to an extent. You there do, are things. Witchy, I've told you before. Shamanic like, witches, yeah. Half life stuff. Yes. But not the kind of witches that people are afraid of. When they associate no. with witches, they're like very. Witches get a bad rap. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, that's why I've they been hung do. and drowned and burned. And Girl, my dreams about burning. <laughs> to this day, I have issues <laughs> with bonfires. I stay like 20 feet away from them. My kids are like, Mom, come up here. I'm like, mm, I'm good. Because ever yeah. since I was younger, I had dreams about being burned at a stake not in this country but it was like another country i don't know if it was like mm. some kind of hungarian country <clears throat> i have no idea um and it's weird i was gonna say germany <laughs> or like over in that i area. have very german heritage yeah german I- irish um I, my mom always used to say we were related to gypsies, but I don't know if she just said that to be cute or if it's, like, true, but I like saying that I have gypsies in my family. I'm a gypsy. But all my guides are Celtic witches. So I'm, Well, and you're uh, a Celtic... Yes. I have healer, a lot of shaman that. woman. <laughs> I have a lot of that. I can hear the music right now. I can Juju see. going on. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's crazy because... <clears throat> The old woman that I always see that kind of gives me this wisdom when I'm in healing, um, I always thought she was more from South America. And I think I just came up with that because I knew it wasn't like, but I don't know how to explain it. But when I was out in Colorado this last time, I felt like it's more there or maybe the land reminded me of it. But I was just like, oh, that. Wisdom. I can always it's feel aboriginal. Her. Yeah, I like look down at my hands, and my hands look different when I'm when I'm in that mm-hmm. mode of healing. <sighs> it's it's wild. I mean, the I'm term witchcraft that. is very loose. Like anybody can. Yes. What, being a medium. Yes. Some people think that's witchcraft. I kid you not. Like the aversion to it to some people surprises oh, me yeah. at times. Oh, I respect everyone's opinion. Their yeah. religious. Views. I don't Mm -hmm. ever want to challenge anybody in anything. I mean, I talk to dead people. Like, who am I to say, oh, you're I talk to Jesus all the time. You know, I do too. All my angels, the archangels. I just don't want to sit in a pew. Yeah. And I recently had a group party. Very lovely people. Um, Walked in. Guy answers the door. First thing he does, he's like, oh, that's some bright red hair there. And I started laughing. I go, well, that's the color I picked because I get it dyed because you ain't going to have red hair like this unless it comes from a box. <laughs> so go in, meet everybody. Um, as soon as I start explaining what I'm doing, he points to his shirt and he says, see my shirt? It says God and country. And he started underlining God. And he goes, that's what I believe in. And he goes, I'm done. I'm not doing this. So he got up, walked out. (laughs) And unfortunately, the lady who had brought him was a friend of his. She had to take him home. And I just kind of sat there and I started laughing. And everyone's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, I'm a little embarrassed right now to tell you the truth, but I'm not offended. Like if that's his religion. Right. Sad part is the lady's mom stepped forward and had information on her husband who was hospitalized. Mm. So they had to give that second hand. Yeah. So I always think it's interesting how religious viewpoints. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm trying to say this in a way that is not offensive. Don't filter. It's no filter. Like, how can you have a higher power 
but not believe in a spiritual side of it. Right. I'm that is not witchcraft. That is not no. negative, black, dark, magic, whatever word you want to use. Right. It's a gift. I mean, we were all born with this. Right. Some people have it to a higher degree. Right. I and mean, some could have it to a higher degree. They just aren't exactly tapping in. I mean, I've had people even like not the mediumship stuff, even just the healing. Yes. It's like you're working through the devil, but using the light as a guy. I'm like, I see oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> like, Be- I see white light. Uh, angels help me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, how? I- I've got, it used to bother me. And now I'm to the point where, I guess in the beginning, you're you're trying so hard to prove yourself. Exactly. That's done. Because mm-hmm. now I'm like, I don't need to prove anything. I mean, I think my work is speaks for itself. I, yeah. those people are not meant for me. It's the same, you know, with I have you. the same attitude, but, but I've had people that <laughs> have been like, you can't go get Reiki. Reiki's the devil's work. And it's like, what? I mean, people are feeling good. How can feeling good be bad? It's like, actually like a whole religion <laughs> is based off of Reiki, like well, Buddhism, well, Hinduism. Jesus was a healer. He, he healed with his hands. And he had prophets. Uh, who saw the future, and they all talk to angels. So I just don't get it. The whole Bible, if you were to, like, really read that story, mm-hmm. <laughs> you would see <laughs> that there are so many similarities. And I don't know. I always tell people, Jesus is a really cool dude, and he's not meant to be on a pedestal that people put him on. He wants to be yeah. seen. He wants to help people. That's why he was modest and humble and all those things, because that's how we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be worshipped he wants to be he wants you to learn from him and utilize and him like when you that. need to yes and you uti- yeah. yes utilize that that christ consciousness and mm-hmm. all those things you know prayer it, they're all the same thing an intention a oh, prayer yeah. and all these things it's so. still speaking so when people yes. say i think terminology trips up people a lot like manifestation and intention oh that sounds like witchcraft well it's called magic yeah and everybody has the ability to be magical your words have a lot of power that's why they call it the the word of god yeah it's the word it's what comes out of your mouth like that can your action that can destroy someone or that can rebuild someone yes so your, our mouths are the the most powerful. They have the biggest ability to heal or ruin someone. Yes, absolutely. It's our, it's our words. It's our words. But and you it, can put that into magical uses, like yes. Reiki. Like you set an intention every time. Yes. Somebody comes into your space or your room to get healing. Mm-hmm. There's an intention set. You know, every time I go into a reading, I I set intentions. I want yes. the best for that person. Yes. So, I mean, and, it's but, a powerful thing. And it's just like anything else. So, you can have a regular three-dimensional job, and you've got a CEO who gives back and is a wonderful person. Mm-hmm. It's the same in this line of work. You have people that aren't doing it for the right reasons. You have Correct. people that don't have the best energy. That, unfortunately, gives the rest of us a bad name. I mean, I'm sure there Absolutely. are people that have went and got readings, and it was a bunch of shit because they weren't a medium. And so that does happen, unfortunately, but we can't live trying to prove ourselves. We just have to exist, you know, and let that go. But but there are a lot of people that it's not for. And I guess where I always am, I said, that's fine. You're not, 
meant for me. Yeah. Because the people that come to me are in a place where they're ready to heal. And not all of them. There are some that come and they're not ready. Uh, <laughs> they want to see they hang about. out until they're, until they're ready. But um, <laughs> it's, it's a wild, it's a wild ride. And I always love when Melly and I are together. <laughs> so she'll come, she shops at the shop. She'll come, she'll get crystals. She'll bring her kids here and whatever. It always makes my night. And this was, I'm thinking of the last time when we got into a murder investigation. In oh my two. God. So that was a wild night because oh we were, the shop was open. We were really busy that night. And then we had, you were being overrun oh. by somebody that knew you were medium. And so that I, so I'm like, mama bear with my friends. So I'm like, get like, leave them alone. Like, I know that's your night off. You're here, you're shopping crystals. So the night started off with like this weird energy. And then, so I come and I get, I grab Melanie and in the shop is there's a shopping part and then really separated by a curtain. (laughs) (laughs) There's like this thing. And I'm like, here, I'm going to show you something. Melanie has no clue what's happening. And I'm like, just come with me. So I sit her down and the idea is I'm sitting her there so that you know, she can enjoy her night. And I'm thinking this person's going to leave. But of course, the person lingers because they're now wanting to talk to both of us. <laughs> and um, in walks one of my Reiki clients um, and a good customer of the shop. And you've never met her. And no. all of a sudden, this guy shows up. And um, he's been murdered. And this was somebody that I had helped with, like just the basics of information because it, it's really difficult for me to take these on. And this was out of state, happened in another state, um, <clears throat> which is the only time I'll help. <laughs> it's out of state. <laughs> um, so we're sitting there and here I'm trying to help her <laughs> night not be work. <laughs> and all of a sudden I've got an, it's, I don't even know where it goes, but I'm taking extensive notes on this guy. Oh, you felt overwhelmed. I all of a sudden got overtaken and I felt like my body was broken. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. I couldn't breathe. My back, my head. And I I didn't see him yet. And it took me a second. And I go, what is going on? And I I just started having a freak out. And like, like, why does my neck feel this way? I'm like, my neck, my back. I couldn't even, I mean, it sounds like the song, but it was my neck, my my back. back. (laughs) (laughs) Like everything was broken. I'm, I'm like trying to figure it out so that you know here here's Laura again in her going, bubble. I'm murdered. I'm murdered. I'm murdered. <laughs> so like I'm not parent. tapping in because on shopping nights, especially, I have it on lockdown. I'm like I do not like you I can't check people that. out. The so I'm like I'm not. So then I'm I'm instantly like okay, what's wrong? So I'm open it up and then I see him, when I saw him, I recognized him from the work I had done, and that's when I realized that that person was in here. Mm-hmm. And he was here. Because he had not been found yet. No. And so it was it was wild, but we spent we were talking about this before we hopped on. I don't even know. It might have been two hours that we were just It's the time warp, that weird medium time warp. Like oh I can my gosh, I was raking We can talk you. for like two or th- you had to. He because was not getting off of me. I had to separate I felt him. Like I almost had to go to the state. Yeah. Because I kept getting images of the area. And then the road and like the interstate and, the state park and-, and I was like, what? I'm like, he just wouldn't leave. 
And I don't blame him because he's desperate. And that's where my empathy comes in. I'm like, you can stay with me. And then Laura's like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, oh, no, you can't. My friend can't even breathe right now. I'm all, like, hyperventilating. I mean, you really could not breathe. And she was, like, in physical pain. Yes. And so I'm like, yes, I want to help. But that's that's what I said. I go, I'm not helping you. We are not helping you if you don't step back and allow us to feel and work work through this with our tools, but not feeling you. And then, I mean, the images and all the things we were seeing. And so it, and I don't want to go into that out of respect for the family, but it's, you know, it's like we have him and he was, I mean, he was literally on you. And so I, I remember calling in the angels and the Nate brought him back, but it was like, if you're in a bar fight, and your buddies are like holding you back and you're still like, let me out. I mean, it was like the angels were having trouble keeping him yes. back. And so I was like, they finally got him to like, they created like a little barrier. But then I think he slipped through one more time yeah. at the end because mm-hmm. I raked you again. But we were drawing maps and I was yeah. taking notes because while we were seeing very similar things, there were new details that you were seeing. And so I was really just writing as much as I could. And then I went to the family the next day and asked for a phone call. And I was like, look, my, my friend came in and she's a medium. And so I want to give you this extra information that you could then use. Cause that's kind of up until this point, what I've been doing. Um, just because I, it's so hard for me to take on a missing person or a murder yeah. case because it consumes me. I can't stop. Yeah. And that's, and I don't know it's like a gift and a curse because yes. it does overrun your mind at times with spirit, especially mm-hmm. when they're in a desperate state like that. They they just want to be found. They want some sort of justice. They want some sort of like peace yes. for how they passed. Yeah. And it can, it blurs the line between yes. realities. At least it does for me. And I think well, for and you. It, like, and it is because you're here mm-hmm. and you need evidence and three-dimensional exactly. things. So it's difficult. I mean, even when working with police, you know, Uh they have to work off of chronological timelines and evidence and DNA and all this stuff. So it's like frustrating because we're just seeing it. I'm like, well, I know, I know this person had this part. (laughs) I know what he looks like, where he's laying. I know how he got there. But then the frustration, like with this case, this is out of state. Same with the other murder case that I had helped on, it, which they eventually found her. But it's not like here, where if you see something, it triggers this familiar thing. You're like, I know exactly where that is. Yeah. But when you're working in another state, you can see and you can draw a map. I mean, like you were drawing a map, which I also did for this other murder case. Mm-hmm. But where does the map fit in on the big map? Yeah. <laughs> where does your map go? He gave me like an interstate. Right. Which oh, was, was interesting. Because... I mean, I do get specific information. Yeah. And the nickname uh, of the park or something you got yeah. as well. And it's like, because they just want to be found. Yes. They just want to be found. But I always hesitate with cases like that because of the laws that are in place. I don't want to get arrested for tampering or... Well, here's the other it's, thing. And it's very... And then... You know where a body is somebody, that nobody else could find. Somebody <laughs> was murdered. I don't want them coming after me either. Yeah. Like I have all that stuff that crosses my mind. That's why I on only do things. out of state because if it's here, 
And I can tell you where a body is mm-hmm. that an entire police force can't find. Yeah. Why do you not think I was the murderer? <laughs> or that too. I'm like, it's, like, it's going to be a lifetime movie. That's what I always go through like, my well, head. It's like, well, I just like, led them to the place and <laughs> where X, Y, and Z happened. You know, I'd like to think I'd be protected because I'm helping, but well, and then you're helping put away somebody. Yes. I mean, we both were pretty close to um, a few cases that were around here and mm-hmm. it missing people or murders. And we knew and we could have helped, but we didn't because both of the guidance we were getting. We said no. Was like no, because it was a lot of dangerous people involved. And so exactly. we have families and it's not hard to find where people are. No, you can Google search yeah. anybody. So there's times that that happens. And I mean, I'm sure it's the same for you. When somebody goes missing around here, my inbox is flooded with people or messages or phone calls. Hi, Mm -hmm. this is so-and-so. I'm with the search party. Can you help? And all this stuff. And it always, it still doesn't get easy. It's an inner conflict every time because of course I want to help, especially when there's kids involved. But there's missing people every day. I mean, we would spend every day of our lives finding missing people. (laughs) Absolutely. And if that is something that eventually I get led into, but I'd have to work with some kind of law enforcement team. There's no way I just go rogue. Yeah. Like I have gone rogue before. Like dog the bounty hunter. Like, (laughs) (laughs) do I have to get the haircut too? Like, (laughs) I would like to see you with a red mullet. That's what I want. (laughs) Mullets are bad. Maybe for Halloween. Maybe that's the my, bo- my new profile pic on my Medium page. I wonder how Please much, how many more that. clients I would get <laughs> with the mullet. It's like such an interesting. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's very the missing. I mean, I used I have dreams about murder victims all the time, and it always breaks my heart. Because they they want help, and I just tell them I was like I right. let me listen to your story, and because I do think that's part of your calling. I think have, it's something that you are well. Good the at. case in New Jersey, like I had this, and it's in the news, so I don't feel obligated not to speak about it. But yeah. there was I had a dream, and I was woken up by it, and I had a small Asian woman by my bed. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me about how her son and his girlfriend murdered her for her money, put her in a trunk. She had me drive on an interstate. Yeah, she was, yeah, Laura, you're oh. going to feel some of this. But she was driving, showed me them driving on the interstate, and I saw the sign in New Jersey. Then she showed me how they put her in a trash can and left her outside on the front step. Left her out there. It's cold And blood. she was... In tears, she goes, my son, and I talked to her for like an hour. Mm -hmm. And then I looked it up because I'm like, you know, there are moments where you're like, am I insane? And let me me question (laughs) my, let me question my sanity here for a moment. This conversation just actually happened. (laughs) Because it's surreal at times. It is. It is. And it is like watching a movie and the images you see, and sometimes the spirits I see, they look like a real person. Yes. So it blurs my reality line, but it is my reality. And that's yeah, what I keep real, telling yes, myself. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, and I look it up and sure as shit, this poor woman, the whole story that was just told 
pops right up on my phone. She was still, she needed help moving on. She needed someone to hear her side of the story, how she felt. I mean, the things that she did for her son and how he took them for granted and all of these things. And it just, it breaks my heart with murder victims. Some of them don't come like that. She was pretty healed for yeah, the most like a part. Calm or energy. She just wanted to talk. Yeah. And like, can you believe Usually this happened to me? In limbo oh, and angry, and there's like, or they this, don't know they're dead. That's the worst. <laughs> they don't know when they're they dead. don't know they're dead because yes. they're talking to, you and they I'm like, how do think, you think they're talking to you? But it's weird because they're talking about how they were murdered, but it's like they're not dead. I mean, they're no. in, they're in this. Denial. I always say it's like this in between state where they're not crossed over, but they still can take on like physical three-dimensional oh, yes. um, capabilities oh, unlike God, yeah. other crossed over spirits can there absolutely and that happens that's like the the spirit that was messing with me growing up in my childhood home that's what he was he had capabilities uh, still human three-dimensional mm-hmm. capabilities because he did not want to cross over i mean what i learned in my adult life was he had killed a lot of people in the war. Oh, geez. And so he didn't think he deserved to cross oh. over. And then on top of that, I mean, he had his personality in this life, which was mm-hmm. an ornery shit. Yeah, people don't change when they die. No. And it's like he was messing with me. So it's that type of spirit where they, those are the ones to me where I can feel that, like they can poke you and push you and make you think, like I thought I had bugs crawling on me, that kind of stuff. Oh, the bugs, the poking. But no, some of them you. come that way. And, it, you know, and I've had so many different. It, it's just funny because most people just think like, oh, you just talk to spirits. But there's so many different oh, gosh. things. And then don't even get me started on not spirit, <laughs> like elemental beings. Oh. How about the tree that we had here? <laughs> I'm like rolling up. I'm like, hey, go buy some crystals today. It's going to be a great day. <laughs> And I pull in and I see this massive tree and I walk in and I'm like, Lori, you got a fucking tree in your parking lot. He's pretty awesome. He's like protecting the place. And he's like all like people hovered over. And I, she's like, what? And she like goes out and she's like, holy shit. And there's like this And he would like bend awesome down. Tree. It reminded me of the Wizard of Oz, but he was nice. Not the like the scary face of the tree, but stern. Yes. And you know, like that tree could move, like the tree, he kind of like went down and was like scanning the people as yeah, they were coming he in. He totally put like his face or whatever you want to call it, like in the shop. And he's gone now. And now he's not here. I know. I think his job was done <laughs> and he was it's like, okay, work. it's good. And he just like bounced out. Like I do believe, obviously, like tree spirits, elementals, very. Oh, yeah. And some of them are, are mischievous and some are oh, here yeah. just like guys. So it's like, what what we've learned, especially recently, is we've got these guides. We've got our set guide. Melanie and I know each other's guides pretty well. Yes. One of hers, it's like, I, I really enjoy my conversations with him. Um, but that we also have these elemental mm-hmm. guides looking out for us. And so I'm telling you guys, it could get weird. I mean, we should just do an episode of weird shit. The, the elemental. This isn't weird enough. <laughs> See, I feel like this is the normal. I feel my, to me, weird is like, um, you know, talking trees and trees uh, telling like me things. The tree that came out of my stomach. Oh my gosh. I need to, oh my gosh. Do you want to share that? Is this it was, another? It was really personal, yeah. but I just mean, I had like a tree come the, out of my stomach. Yes. 
Gives it and basis. I called Laura and I was like, oh my God, I have this tree that came out of my stomach and it's one of my guides. And she came forward and told me all this information. And it's like, who the hell can you tell that to? <laughs> and I'm Besides, hanging on every word. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh my God, that's so cool. That's badass. And I'm like a fucking tree in my stomach. And it's like, who, who else can you say and that the, to? I'd be like admitted. The petals and <laughs> I'm the telling petals, you. They were totally, I could feel them fall on me. But that's the kind of stuff that, why I feel like so, and that is what I want to change is because there's so many, especially the generation coming up, there's so many people that are just like us. I never want, I I guess my wish is, you know, my kids are this way, are are gifted, your kids are gifted, that they can, that that's more normal sharing that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. because that's why we have felt so misunderstood our whole lives. Oh, absolutely. But there it's, it's amazing to have people that you can call and say that weird shit that honestly is just an everyday normal thing to us. You know, (laughs) we go on vacation and are like, Oh my gosh, these people were growing out of the ground. And I, I mean, my last vacation, you guys, I, so I'm texting Melanie. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to meet somebody. My guides are like, you're going to meet somebody. And so, you know, because of my reality, I have to go, is this a living person or a dead person? Like what? And we had planned this whole trip to Colorado and they kept wanting to go North. And so I wanted to go South and I wanted to go to garden of the gods. And so I'm texting Melanie, I'm going to meet somebody when I go to this Garden of the Gods. She's like, yeah, you're going to meet like these ancestors and you're going to know these people. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if that's really good. Like I knew it was going to happen because I know Melanie knows her shit, but I was on a girl's trip and um, both are very intuitive, but the one really is kind of into this. I mean, she believes me because she mm-hmm. loves me and knows me my whole life, but not not super into it. I'm like, I'm going to have this magical moment. And I'm like, with these two, like, I just don't see how this is going to happen. And it really happened. And then I had to text you like I'm about the whole experience. And we're on our way to this park. And she goes, you need to have an offering. You have to bring an offering. And we're like in the car on our way to the thing. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm like, I got crystals with me. And you're like, no, maybe like flowers or something. So we pulled over off the highway <laughs> It's in the middle of this busy intersection, and she puts her flashers on, my friend, and I get out and pick sunflowers on the side of the road and (laughs) picked my offering. God love my friends that just accept all my fucking bullshit as I'm like, I need an offering. Like, I can't meet my fucking ancestors without an offering. Like, I can't be rude. So it was wild. And then I got sucked, and she goes, they're going to pull you to right where you need to be. And so... I did. I got pulled to a place that which was weird. When we you can't told me even. About that. We tried to go to this trail. Garden of Gods is this huge place, and um, there's these it, there's green mountains all around, but in the middle there's like these red rock formations, and it looks like the desert. And so I kept being like, I want to be in the middle of those rocks, and so. <laughs> We missed our turn and then missed this. And then we end up in this place that we could never, we couldn't get back to. And we get there and this place has thousands of people and there's nobody there. There's nobody in the spot that we're at. And I was like, I think this is it. And I get out and I'm like, this energy is pulsing through me. And I'm seeing all these people growing up out of the ground. <laughs> Cause they were excited to see <laughs> That's you. That's what I'm they knew they were coming. And it was crazy. And I did, there was a little hole in a rock that I knew was for the offering and just the the little pieces. So I'm grateful that I have somebody that's like, 
you need to stop and get the the offering for your ancestors. <laughs> like I'm headed to a family reunion at the Garden of Gods. <laughs> and I'm also grateful for like the friends I was with that didn't bat an eye when I took my shoes right. off and started walking in the red desert dirt. It was 50 degrees in the mountain. Yeah. Because that's so important to have people who support you when you say things like this because it is, it can be very, um, it's like isolating. Very much so. And that's how I felt growing up was being isolated. I felt like I never fit in. I felt like, and then I could feel when people were lying to me. So I'd call people liars and then people were like, you're a bitch. Mm -hmm. You're mean. You don't like anyone. No, I don't like that person because they're going to do something to me. And guess mm-hmm. what? They're talking about you too when they're doing this. Yeah. So it was very hard for me to even have just to friends. my whole childhood. Oh my gosh, the lights just flickered. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about you, motherfucker. Hey, no. hey, <laughs> who's in here? And how about how many times did you have friends where like you knew that their boyfriend was like a shit bag oh my God. and you'd say something and then I would have friends like be mad at me then. Yes. And it always played out exactly the way I knew or it was going to play out. Exactly. That would happen or I'd scare people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, listen, I was a partier back in the day. I liked my weed. I liked to drink. I liked Snape. to do all that. So, God, have you ever seen a medium drunk? You don't ever want to because they'll tell you exactly who you are and the shit you've done. I have friends that are listening going, oh, so that's, that's that. <laughs> and I I mean, it got so bad, and this is no freaking lie. This guy wanted to stab me at a party because, and I was so drunk, I don't even remember what I said. Apparently, I told him all about himself and his weird little perverse things that he, like, videotaped girls at his house and stuff. And he wasn't prepared for I the just truth. went the hell off on him because... I guess I found out later he was trying to videotape my butt at the party. And, I mean, I was drunk as shit. And I don't recommend anybody who's 16 to be like that. But that Mm -hmm. was my life at the time. Right. But I went off on him and we had to hide in bushes because he was looking for me and wanted to stab me. And I'm like, this is the kind of shit where you're like, people are looking at you. How did you know that? Why did you say that? Didn't Don't you know X, Y, and Z? Like, how did you... and you lose people because you're scary now. All of a sudden you're weird or you're abnormal. We have so many times we've went to talk about like just our past and early twenties and teen years where it's so similar that like blunt, where you're just that bluntness because you, and you don't sometimes even know, like even now I'm astonished that I, I just know, or the things like, because there's being a medium. So they're seeing the things, but what people don't talk about is the channeling and the knowing, right? That just flows through you. So, I mean, there's times where I'm just giving, it's like, it's like, it's just coming out of my (laughs) mouth and I'm giving these people advice and or speaking on something. And then I, I'm done and I'm almost like, what the fuck did that come from? Or, or the worst part, what what did I just say? I don't remember. Oh, that's always the case. Some of it. Like what happened? Every class I teach, I always Tell people, I hope that was a good class because I don't fucking know. Because I always end up channeling and picking up on their energy. Needs to be taught to those people at that time. I even will lay in bed at night, worried about it, and I can't recall. I can't bring it back. I can't recall any of the things that I said. There was a there was a time where I really thought I had like Alzheimer's because I. I don't know if you would call it disassociation as a psychological term, but I mm-hmm. think I was doing that before I realized yeah. the abilities because you don't recall. I mean, I would get in the car and end up places 
Yeah. This is before I knew I was being jumped by spirit and how to control that. I mean, I get in the car and I, why, where am I? I'm like in right. front of someone's yeah. house. I don't even know who it is. When you can literally feel crazy because yeah. you are hearing things, you're seeing things that nobody else oh. can see. And yes. so it's, it's hard. I mean, how many times when you're in a place and then you're going, you're seeing all these things and you know, that's a room full of people and they can't see any of it. Or you can't distinguish, and I'm like, oh my god, look at that guy, he's so funny. And they're like, what guy are you talking about? There's no one there. My thing is, and I'm like, uh, uh, you don't see him? And they're like, no, what? And they look at you like I'm on shrooms or something, and I'm like, no, my god, how many times are we something? It's like, do you hear that? Is that are we here hearing that? Or is that a hear thing? (laughs) Oh my gosh, when I came to the shop the one time and I turned around because I felt like someone was staring at me and I saw your face in the window and I was like stared and stared and then you started waving. I'm like, oh, thank God, it's a real person. And I was like, that's a real person. That's a real person. That happens all the time. I mean, I had a Reiki session the one time and I kept hearing purring, like not a normal cat purr, like a loud, like a lion and I kept hearing oh, this geez. purring, and I was like, is that the fucking wall? Because the wall did kind of rattle. <laughs> and then I, I actually ended up saying something. I'm like, do you hear that? And they're like, hear what? And I'm like, okay, so that's a me thing. Okay, so now i got to figure out. Okay, so then I'm like, can I see the thing? And then I saw it was like this lion, this protective lion awesome. creature. But I, it was so loud. Because, you know, like when I'm hearing, it's more like in the dis. It's not as, mm-hmm. like, unless there's a spirit, like, right here. But I knew it wasn't. Like a spirit, like somebody talking to me. And I thought, that's so loud. They've got to hear that. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times where it's like, am I here hearing that? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say that in classes sometimes because it's like, it does sound crazy. Or I'll be teaching a Reiki class and I'm like, they they say. I mean, do, I do that all the time. Yes. They're saying, well, they're probably like, who the fuck is they? I don't who? even know And I'm like, I don't is. know, but somebody's telling me something <laughs> and you need to hear it. And now I'm saying it. And... Because sometimes who they are is inconsequential. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. No. No. And so they'll just give you information and you're like, blah, let me give it to you. Blah. Let me puke my like spirit. And you aren't even ready, ready for it. Blah. It's just... <laughs> Coming out. The poor people out. that I run into sometimes when I go grocery shopping or to the store. Or, I struggle. I mean, that. I told the one lady, I'm like, mm, you're going to get divorced in like six months. Your husband's a cheater. I'm really sorry. Like, don't worry. You'll get your house. I have no clue who she is. Mm. No clue. He's using the bathroom, just washing her hands. I'm like, blah, just came out. And then. You know how the universe kind of reunites. And she needed people. that message yeah. to I f- see what saw she already her, knew. Like, two years later, and she's like, "I don't know if you remember me, but you told me in the bathroom I was going to get divorced, and I couldn't recall it." And you couldn't even believe that you would say that because yeah. that's happened to me before. Too. Yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "I'm sorry, I said that to you." She goes, "No, everything you said was true." She's like, "Thank you for telling me." I find when it comes through so strong strong and you say things it's because they were in a place that it needed to be that way for them Mm -hmm. to get on that trajectory because i've done that before i was in a session and told somebody that was given a one percent chance to get pregnant it was my first time ever seeing her and i said you're gonna get pregnant on your own and i didn't remember saying that and then she did get pregnant that's awesome and when we ended up talking afterwards she told me and i was so taken aback by my own words. I go, I can't believe I would like, cause I wouldn't Laura that exists in this meat sack <laughs> would not say that, but whatever was 
talking to me and it came through me. She was meant to hear Yeah, that. and it's like what whatever that is unblocked and did something. And I was doing all this shit during the session. But, yeah, it's like sometimes that comes through so forceful. And, I mean, in that situation, I didn't remember. Had she not told me I said that, I, w- I didn't recall that. Because in Reiki, I mean, I'm just... You're, yeah. My hands are doing stuff and I'm doing all kinds of stuff. And a lot of times I won't remember. It's almost, I don't want to say a trance because then people get that image in their head right. where like a walking you swirls like a Scooby Doo like... in our eyes. <laughs> yeah. Or like the, or the horror movies where the medium comes in and their eyes roll back yeah. in the back of their head and they're like, oh, I, I feel can't it. Watch I can horror feel movies. it. <laughs> you can't do it. Scary movies. I love scary movies. I can watch but I like, see murder mystery. Shit. Now, I can do like a serial killer movie, but I can't do things with fucking ghosts. See, and I can do things with I ghosts. Because I feel like it brings them be, in, and well, I'm watching a movie with them yeah. then. It's like, no, thank you. We watched the. No, thanks. <laughs> the murder mystery stuff. I ruin it for Annalise all the time. I'm like, Dateline. Oh, he smothered his kids with the pillows, and I then know. he put them in a pipe, and she's like, Mom! <laughs> and I'm like, That's what they're saying. I can't stop. And they're like, She's like, No. And then we get mysteries. to it. Oh, Unsolved I, Mysteries is I used a to bitch. love that show, but I can't watch it anymore because then I, I each person that they're featuring, I know exactly what happened to yeah. them. Yeah. You can, they're showing me what's happening to them. So I'm like, this is, this is not enjoyable Or anymore. they'll hang out. But I can watch fiction murder things. I love those types. Like me you trying know, to figure it out. But the real stuff, it's not that I can't watch it. The ghost stuff I truly can't watch because it really does bring in weird shit that I feel like I don't want in my house. But the other stuff, I get angry. I'm just pissed that nobody has figured it out because I feel like it's a lot of incompetence. In botched investigations. They and don't I have get time. Mad. There's yeah. too many of them. There, yeah. I mean, there's too many. And then if you get a dead end, because people are very good at covering up their tracks at times, and then yeah. you've got politics, and then you have racism, and you have all these other factors that because really Because it's deter. never the privileged people. It's like the ones that, like, nobody even, didn't even make the news. I know. You know? It's that. The loss That nobody tried to help. Right. And, and that gets me. I know. It's the one, the forgotten. Yes. The forgotten. And they all become forgotten except for their loved ones that don't yeah. get closure. All the lights in I here. I don't know. Are I'm like flickering. <laughs> so flickering. I'm scared to open my door, my like, spiritual door with Melanie here. I feel like this has been great. I'm surprised that we've been able to talk for this amount of time. What time is it? Without, um, yeah, we've oh, been geez. chatting for an hour. Um, this has been great. We, um, I plan on having Melanie back many <laughs> more times. We have so much more. We could sit here for hours and talk about easily all easily. the things. Um, that's at least a little idea of a day <laughs> in the life of our awesome brains. <laughs> Um, our text thread is quite interesting with the things that we yes. text about just random, like, oh my God, this happened. And oh my God. And it's never too weird. It's almost just like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and sense. that's what's so great about having friends that are like in the same type yes. of spiritual environment. Yes. In the same you. vibration. Cause I've learned exactly. vibration is everything. Um, the one thing I'm grateful for, we do the same thing um, in every area except for the Reiki, which is about to come. <laughs> That's the healing. 
her her healing others is coming. Um, and there's never competition. We genuinely no. celebrate and get excited and refer people to each other. And that, as I have found... <laughs> is not a normal and is a very rare thing. Um, and so I would just encourage anybody listening that there is space for everybody and that you are not in competition with anyone and that if you're doing your own thing, you don't need to worry about what anybody else is doing. It's your soul journey. It's your purpose. And you can be friends with people and lift them up and they can do well. And that just makes your tribe stronger. Exactly. It doesn't have to be a you have this, now I have to have it. Or I I don't believe in that. Yeah. It's being authentic to yourself. If you're being authentic to yourself, there is no competition. Exactly. Because competition comes in when you're trying to emulate what somebody else is doing. And Mm -hmm. that's messy. (laughs) That's very messy because how much do you really love yourself if you're doing that? Right. And value what you have to offer. Yes. So you need to be... I mean, didn't Gandhi do shit out in the middle of the desert? Yeah. And, I mean, Jesus didn't have a shop. Yeah. And last time I checked, like... (laughs) I don't think he did, but I don't know. I'm going to ask him the next time he pops in for a reiki session. Stop and go, like, baptism center. (laughs) (laughs) The visual I got of Jesus in the shop. I mean, but it's true. Like you work with what you have. Opportunities are different for everybody. And what, what you've always told me, which has always resonated with me is no one can ever take something that's meant for you. Never. And so it's like, you know, you'll get where you need to go. Yeah. And different people are met for different healers or mediums at different times. And, um, yeah, I just, I don't get it. I don't get I don't the people that, that live in that existence. I'm grateful that I'm not triggered by other people's mm-hmm. success. And, and I'm, I'm just grateful that, um, yeah, I have another medium that I can be like, hey, this weird shit. And, yeah. and we need clarity too sometimes. Oh, my God. I mean, there's yes. times where we, if not for ourselves or something we're going through, I mean, there's a misconception that just because you're a medium that you, you know, have it all figured out. Like that whole psychic thing, which that term grosses me out. It's like, no, we still hear the guidance and ignore Mm -hmm. it just like you guys do because we don't want to hear, we don't want to do the change. So it's nice to get a kick in the butt from another medium friend that says, um, no, or exactly. You're not listening. They say you're not listening. <laughs> that I'm the that worst. Is very at that. true. Me too. I mean, I think everyone does that. And like I also think another misconception is that we just know when bad things are gonna happen to right. us. And that's bullshit. My whole life is a goddamn surprise. <laughs> like <laughs> Give me a break. And then when it comes, like, you know, I'll have dreams that are warning me something is going to come. But we have our own path path to walk as well in terms of what we have to learn here. Just because we're light workers doesn't mean that we don't have some bullshit at home. Light workers are the more most tormented, twisted individuals. They've had the most. Like, you can't be a healer and a light worker and not have gone through some shit. I that's mean, the truth. somebody is not going to be a healer that's had this cookie cutter life that's had nothing happen because you yeah. can't have empathy. You can't, you haven't been anywhere dark. So how can you lead people out of it? Exactly. <laughs> because, you know, we've all been different versions of ourselves. So it's, yeah, oh, it's just been I'm so glad, glad I'm not the version that I was like 10 years ago. 
Like, I think uh, back amen. and I'm like, the growth. Oh, my gosh. The lights just did it again. Someone agreed with me. Thank I you. Know. Thank you, Woo. <laughs> it probably is Master my... Woo. It's probably my dude. <laughs> like, yes, Melody. <laughs> yes. I love Master Woo. <laughs> he's a G. He's another G. Uh, he's got he's G even, writers. I feel like, sometimes given me advice. I feel he like sometimes... <laughs> I feel like he sometimes is so disgusted with our lack of listening that <laughs> he does get pretty mad. Like when he stands up, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like a child. I'm like, he fucking stood up, Laura. Ooh, He's you're really in trouble. And I like sit there and I'm like, I'm listening. And this I'm is the most zen dude you could ever. Like he literally floats <laughs> with his legs crossed. It's like, He's so zen. So for him to stand up was like, listen. I know. I was you like, need his, to listen. Like his, fit, his feet hit the ground. I was like, he fucking stood <laughs> up. And I he, didn't know he had feet. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. I've seen him like twice now because I was being really like stubborn. I'm like wanted <clears throat> to be in my like. You're not stubborn. That's oh. so weird. <laughs> reason why my path has been a struggle <laughs> my stubbornness and it's so funny because we have these abilities yeah. and we don't listen to our fucking self and mm-hmm. it's like god damn it like i'll listen they're like there's a cop sitting up there two blocks away i'm like oh let me slow down from 90 back to 50 where i'm supposed right. to be but when they're like melanie you need to get out of your comfort zone you do this i'm like shut oh, up i never listen going, to that one i'm going to bed now <laughs> bye bye see you later I'm the same way, and it's funny because I can tell when I'm not listening because things get really bad. Yes. It gets worse. Yes. So if something's going bad, it gets worse because I'm resist, resist, resist. And then the second I'm like, okay, you dumbass, like <laughs> surrender to what this thing is. And then it's like I open the channel and it flows a little better. But I'm with you, man. And I don't like when they're having me do things that scare me. I'm not a very – um you know, I'm just uncomfortable. I mean, I'm talking on this. This is a safe place. We are in my favorite room talking yeah. as friends, but talking with people. I know. See, they're making the, the lights flicker like, I told you. <laughs> like, what is going but it's, on? Yeah, it's like doing the scary things and talking to the people that I get all retracted and stuff. And so, yeah, I'm the same way with listening. I'm always like, yeah, but we've got time to do that, right? <laughs> they're like, no, now. Their timeline is always really quick. It is. And I feel like my timeline wants my body, the meat sack that they make me live in, to acclimate to what they're throwing at me. Yeah. And I feel like I get through one thing and maybe take one deep breath in and they're like, all right, let's head to the next ramp thing. Ramp it up. You're listening. We're going to ramp like, it up. I feel like I was just climbing a mountain. It's really weird. I, I like literally just saw myself as I was talking, climbing a mountain. I climbed <laughs> what I meta. thought was a mountain earlier this week and it was a giant hill but i'm so fat and out of shape like, it felt like a mountain. Where there are no mountains oh. <laughs> maybe that's what you were seeing because yeah, i felt like i, I was having a i feel attack. like every day is a fucking sprint <laughs> up a mountain in this life it is it is hopefully we're gonna oh, catch our breath um thank you so much for listening and thank you for joining me thank you for having me and um yeah come back next week to learn more about our guest, Melanie Smith, visit her on Facebook at Melanie the Mommy Medium. To learn more about me and the podcast, visit lifenofilter.com. You can find me on Facebook at Laura Hillkirk444 
and on Instagram at Laura Hillkirk. I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message, lifenofilter444 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Podcast music is Take the Road by Grace Mesa.